Hello again, and welcome to A Thousand Wise. I'm Huang Rei. Not too long ago, I watched some foodie channels online sharing recipes on how to make tang hulu at home. Tang hulu, the three words worth repeating here. It is a type of sugar-coated fruit skewer that has been around in China forever and became trendy on the internet. It then drew so many people from around the world into DIYing their own tang hulu, with quite a few starting to sugarcoat just about everything edible. Although I stopped watching more of those videos when they started to make candied bacon and hot chili pepper, the trend certainly has helped this traditional snack regain its popularity. So now I'll spill the tea for you about. What tang hulu is really like here in China? If you've been to Beijing, Tianjin, Harbin, or some other cities in northern China in the winter, you won't fail to notice vendors selling candied Chinese hawthorn berries skewered on bamboo sticks. The sticks are usually up to half a meter long, with five or more hawthorn berries stringed one next to the other. These neatly lined up berries are dipped into a boiling mixture of sugar and water, giving the berries a shiny coat of crunchy light caramel. These days, other fruits are also used, including strawberries, orange slices, yam beans, and grapes, etc. All nicely sugar coated, making tang hulu into a colorful and diversified category of snacks. Too many. These jewel-like treats look just like straight-up magic crystals on one long stick, attracting passers-by, young and old, to stop for a bite. But be careful; the bite you are looking forward to might be rock hard, as the sugar coating can freeze up fast in chilling winter air. So watch out for your teeth. Popular as it is today. Will you believe it if I tell you that tang hulu has been around for over eight hundred years? The snack is believed to have originated during the Song Dynasty, which was about eight hundred and thirty years ago, when a mysterious sickness befell the emperor's most favored concubine. While all the physicians of the court failed to find a cure, a doctor from outside the court was brought in to the emperor, and prescribed hawthorn berries simmered in sugar water for the lady. Surprisingly, she soon recovered after following this prescription, and the fame of this sweet and sour remedy spread throughout China and became known later to the common folks as the Tang Hulu. For the concubine, I just wonder what her illness might have been. In those days, however, tang hulu were believed to have been made with only two hawthorn berries on a bamboo skewer, with the bigger one placed on top and the smaller one at the bottom. This combination makes it look like a bottle gourd or a calabash. Therefore, the name tang hulu. Or sugar calabash has translated into English. With a fun and easily remembered name like that, I bet those who haven't had the chance to try it might have been attracted to it already. And in fact, 
That was exactly what happened here in China, back in the mid-18th century during the Qing Dynasty, when Tanghulu was already popular everywhere in northern China. It was served in tea houses and theaters, or was made and sold on the streets and in the alleys, just like they are now. And in Beijing at that time, there were several time-honored stores, such as Bulaoquan, Jiulongzhai, and Xinyuanzhai, that were famous for selling sweet drinks and treats. Realizing how popular Tanghulu had become among the local people, these stores began to make Tanghulu on their own. And this was when Tanghulu became one of the symbolic icons of the old city of Beijing. And these few stores, based in the city, initiated the massive production and commercializing of Tanghulu, promoting the snack from a popular street food to a must-try Beijing traditional snack. Another reason why people loved Tanghulu so much back then was that it was cheap and easily purchasable all over the city. Savoring that bit of sweetness during wintertime was something that everybody could enjoy, regardless of their wealth and social status. And as time flows by, more exquisitely made varieties of Tanghulu have entered the market, attracting all that's got a sweet tooth. Other ingredients that could be added include sweet and mushy chestnut paste, red bean, or glutinous rice stuffed between a sliced hawthorn berry, adding a chew of it to the crunchy sugar coating. Mmm, my mouth is already watering just thinking about these. Also, I have to mention too that the bright colors of the Tanghulu add to its popularity especially for the deep red color of the hawthorn berries. As many of you have already known, red is an auspicious color in Chinese culture and stands for happiness and prosperity. And that's also part of the reason why Tanghulu is so welcomed in the spring festival season. From the 1st to the 15th day of the first lunar month, there are always crowds of people visiting local temple fairs in Beijing with many holding a skewer of Tanghulu with deep red hawthorn berries in their hands. For a lot of Beijingers, seeing Tanghulu vendors on the street is, in itself, an indication of the spring festival's arrival. Although these scenes have become a bit rarer in recent years due to the COVID-19 pandemic, we still love to buy it from indoor stands, like in the supermarkets, or make them at home for that sweet and sour taste and that crunchy bite. Now that you know what a Tanghulu is and why we love it so much, maybe you could grab a bite yourself or even get inspired and make some at home this winter. I hope you have enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And if you're interested in knowing more about traditional Beijing snacks, please feel free to leave your comments down below to let us know. I'm Huang Rei, and thank you for my 1,000Y team members, Li Yi and Yu Shan, sharing their good knowledge about the traditional Chinese culture, and also for producing this episode. We'll see you next time. <laughs>